Hey guys, how's it going? Hopefully good. Um, I hope you have all of your Christmas crap done. Um, if you do have all of your Christmas crap done, decorating, wrapping all of your presents, even stockings, you are a god. What? Can't believe you did all that. Air high fives all around. You are killing it. Um, I want to say I'm sorry to anyone who has been spending this week mentally preparing to deal with a toxic family member or mother-in-law or brother-in-law or sister-in-law or whoever it is that is literally the bane of your existence. So I'm sorry you have to deal with them. Hopefully you can push through and not let their poison touch you. Um, today, I'm just going to kind of talk a little bit about toddlers um, and how it relates to teenagers. Um, so I actually happen to have both. I have a 17-year-old daughter, a 16-year-old son, a almost 13, he's 12, almost 13-year-old son, a 9-year-old son, and a 2-year-old. Um, and so we're just now getting into the toddler stage, which I remember is a nightmare. Um, and he's starting to do things that I had forgotten I had to deal with. So I want to tell you um, and kind of talk about toddler and under. Um, if you have anyone in your house that is the age five and below, this is what you're doing now. Like, I'm so sorry. It is so crazy and it takes up all of your time and mental energy, um, but it will pass. And if you do it correctly, you will have a badass teenager. Um, and so why this is on my mind, kind of let's just start from the beginning because I, I tend to just jump right in. Um, I was reading Reddit, uh, told you that I'm going to talk about it all the time, uh, and one of the things that someone wrote, first of all, in the title, she referred to her child as a three-nager, which I had never heard before. So apparently it's like when they act like a teenager at three. Um, I hate that. Uh, I hate everything about that. I hate that we expect uh, teenagers to behave annoying. They're not annoying. Um, and if you treat your three-year-old correctly, you will have an awesome teenager. So I want to give you tips on how to do that. Um, but also I want to start with a story about my friend Jessica and her perfect little daughter, Alina. Um, so Kelly, so myself, Katie, and Kelly hung out with Jessica in Hawaii. And Jessica is so freaking calm. She is like the most beautiful little flower. She's so calm. And her husband is like so calm. Like, he, I don't think I've ever seen him even go above my whisper. Like, he's so chill. He just wants to go fishing and sit in, uh, you know, on a dock all day. That kind of a dude. Real easygoing. Makes the best fucking Mai Tais I've ever had. But that's for another time. Their daughter is so beautiful and wonderful. And it is because Jessica and her husband, Joe, are so calm. Uh, I cannot wait to see the beautiful person that Alina becomes. She's not a teenager yet, but I know when she becomes one that she's going to wow the world. I have no doubt. 
And so Kelly and I have boys and Kelly and I are outrageous and emotional and unorganized and drop the F-bomb like it's going out of style. Um, and we are always amazed by Jessica and Alina. We were always blown away. So one time we were over there and my, I think he was probably four, four or five at the time. I don't remember. Um, because again, if they're under five, it's all a fucking blur and you have no idea what's going on. So anyways, he was little, he was annoying. He was mad. He freaked out. Alina is like a year younger than him. So if he's four, she's like three, right? She goes over to him and she's like, Hank, that's not okay. You need to talk about your feelings. You cannot do that. Would you like to talk about it? And I shit you not. If Hank didn't sit there and go, okay, well, I'm really mad, blah, blah, blah. I don't even remember what they were fighting about. It doesn't matter. The point is that this three-year-old just schooled the shit out of me, right? Her parenting, my son, was off the chain, way better than mine. She had her life so together. And that is because of Jessica and because of Joe. It's not... It's not a coincidence. So our children, they're mirroring us. They are doing what we're doing. Um, and Alina is going to grow up to be a perfect angel, just as I see her mother, Jessica. So um, that in mind, and keep thinking about seeing that from the outside. Are you doing that? Are you creating an environment like that? I know for sure I was not. Um not even a little. And I'm still um, getting the repercussions of those things. And so this time around with a two-year-old, I really want to be more like Jessica. I think of her all often. Jessica, if you're listening to this, I fucking love you. And I think about you all the time. And I think about how perfect and beautiful Alina is. And I strive every day to be as good of a mother as you are. So know that, please. Um, and I know that for a fact that Kelly does as well because we talk about how beautiful and wonderful you are all the time. Um, now I do have a 17 year old daughter who is calm and beautiful and wonderful. And I have to say that is a different scenario all in itself. Um, I had little to do with it yet some to do with it. Um, and I'll explain. So my daughter is my stepdaughter. And so it's a little bit different and a lot easier to raise children that don't belong to you. And I'll explain. Uh, hopefully it'll make more sense. So I was talking to Magnus's physical therapist today about how when I was a preschool teacher, that was the best job I ever had. And it's because I don't care if they're bad. It doesn't personally affect me. I don't feel like if they make a bad choice that they're going to become some serial killer or rapist or violent offender and I'm going to be ashamed forever or whatever the emotional roller coaster is that you put yourself on every day. Like, oh no, she's going to act like my mother. Oh no, I can't handle this behavior because it reminds me of my sister and I hate my sister. Whatever pressures that you're putting on to your child, you don't have that when they're not yours. It's so much easier. And so when Olivia was four and she did something bad, I would say, okay, well, now it's broken. Go sit in your room. And she's she's wonderful now. Um, she's not perfect. 
Nobody is. That's ridiculous. But wow, she's easy and she's beautiful and she helps me and she's part of our team. And our team is seven people thick. So it's a pretty busy team. Um, and she can handle it. And she's independent and she's got it all under control. Now, Hank was my first. Um, and wow, if I didn't totally fuck that up. I mean, wow. Just getting emotional when he would throw temper tantrums, fighting back with him. Um, if I could go back in time, I would smack the hell out of myself upside the head. I mean, spending all my day wandering around after him, making everything for him, picking up all of his messes. I was completely, totally, and utterly his slave emotionally and physically. Um, and so <clears throat> a comment on Reddit, I'd like to read now. Mom, because I have learned so much. Um, and this lady in this comment kind of sounds like I used to. Not totally, um, but but pretty similar situation. So I'm going to read it now. It says, Hell hath no fury like a bossy little girl in a three-nager stage. I fucking hate that sentence. I hate everything about that sentence. Your little girl is not bossy, which is a mean word to tell little girls. It's okay to be in charge. I fucking hate that. Second, three-nager is not a thing. I don't like it. Um, she's a baby, and she's acting out. That's it. It's not, it's not fancy at all. Um, I'm either wanting to rip my hair out or crying myself to sleep. There is literally no in-between. That's for real, though. Okay, I've been there. That's a yes, yes. Uh, let me start by saying my three-year-old daughter is the sweetest, smartest, most lovable, kissable, huggable cuddler there ever was when she wants to be. Um, she wants to be all the time. She needs an adult to tell her how. It's fine. I don't like that either, but okay. Then apps of out, out of absolutely goddamn nowhere, she turns into a midget dictator who spits fire. Um, so that sentence is giving the little girl the power. Mm, she's just acting out. It is literally just a temper tantrum. And so I, I like this to read to you all because I want to constantly remind you, there is no emotion in this. She's just upset. It has nothing to do with what she's planning or what she wants to do. It's not a master plan. She's not a genius. She still poops her pants sometimes. She's not in charge of anything. So giving them the power already um, is setting you up for failure. <clears throat> Trust me, you don't want to be called every freaking week by the principal of the school. So, uh, true story. So, from the moment we get up in the morning, it's like she woke up with a 13-year-old attitude and fights me on clothes for preschool. Like, seriously, I'm just trying to keep you warm in freezing temperatures and know you cannot wear polyester Elsa dress to school that is made entirely of breathable fabric and that has a 9-inch cape that drags on the ground. Pure temper tantrum on the way to school. This is the hundredth morning we've been through this. Okay. Um, so I'm going to stop right there again and, and comment. Why can't she dress like Elsa to go to preschool? Um, <clears throat> these are the fights that you're going to have when she's a teenager if you don't get it together. There's nothing wrong with her wearing an Elsa dress to preschool. Um, she'll find out it's cold. If you've told her and you've told her and you've tried to talk to her, she doesn't care. She doesn't even comprehend that it's cold outside. Let her wear the dress. 
then she'll be cold. Then she won't wear it anymore. We're trying to make our children capable adults that can navigate through life making good decisions. If we make all of their decisions for them, they then can't figure out how to do it later on in life. Uh, I have done this myself. I mean, I'm, I'm talking out of an actual real um, pain here. I'm dealing with this right now. My son can't make a choice because I literally wiped his ass till he was four and a half. I mean, you've got to let them be people and learn. Sticking your hand in an oven is not what I'm talking about, obviously. But if she wants to, goes on to talk about how she wants to wear Elsa's shoes to school. Okay. Then she'll find out how they blister the shit out of the side of your feet, just like you did. When you wore those pink Barbie ones, if you were lucky, because they were sick as hell, and I loved them. But you know what that feels like. Let her, okay. And say, you know, hey, do you want to wear other, or do you want to bring your other shoes just in case? And if she says, yeah, bring her shoes other in just in case. And she'll figure it out. Um, <clears throat> giving, the, giving the toddler the power and not understanding that you are an adult is such a slippery slope that I have slid down. We want to treat them like they're people because they are people. And they want to do things and they want to have fun and they don't understand. And so you're trying to be patient with them and kind with them. But at some point in time... It's your job to just help them bounce through life, kind of protecting them a little bit, not to push them or pull them through it. And in this case, these tiny little fights, they start something that just gets completely out of control. And then now you're screaming and fighting about something else, or you've forgotten what you were even fighting about, and now nothing ever gets done. And this is one of those pick your battles things. The Elsa dress is fine. It's fine. She can even put some clothes under it. It's fine. So if if you're having these tiny little fights um, all day long that turn into just an entire day of fighting, my number one advice is to stop. Stop. Stop it. You're the grown-up. Stop it. So um, she keeps on going on about how she can't go into Target and, and other stuff. And, you know, then she says later on that... At night, she's lying down. Was I too harsh on her today? Did I show her enough love? Did I have enough patience? Maybe too much patience? Um, so these are... Then we just beat the shit out of ourselves constantly about what kind of a person we are. All of that stuff is just emotion clouding our judgment. Um, hello, just so you know, literally happens to me all fucking day. So I'm not perfect, but I am telling you that it's true. Um, we make these impulse decisions based on emotion and we're teaching our children to do the same thing. Um, and so I, I did write some advice to her, but I want to talk about other people's advice first. Um, and so someone was a fucking genius and said that they go with their child on Sundays and go through all of their clothes and they make outfit packets um, so socks, shoes, pants, shirt, jacket, whatever. A person is a fucking genius. Um, and then their children can pick a packet. What packet do you want to wear today? Because the, chil the child put all of the stuff in there. So they chose what goes with what. 
and then they get to choose again. That is awesome. That gives them independence and it teaches them um, planning ahead, which is something I fucking suck at. Um, And so that's a skill that they are definitely going to need in life. Trust me, I don't have it and it makes things really difficult. So I love that. Um, My advice to her, um, I did comment back. I'm not going to read it, but I'll just tell you what I said, um, was ignoring. Um, And so this is where it folds back into a teenager. It all folds back in together. What we do now affects the future. So I took my children to a therapist. Um, Many of you know, if you don't know, their mother is um, a suffering schizophrenic. And also because of schizophrenia and some other life choices, I don't need to go into that shit. We don't have time for that. And I'm not drinking wine, so I'm just going to zip it there and say that she has a drug problem. So all of these things going on, they had to, I've had them living with us on and off. But this last time we had to go get them in the dead of night because she was losing it. Full breakdown. It was very emotional and very scary for the children Um, and everyone involved. So by the time that their plane landed, um, where I was, I already had therapy appointments set up because I don't fucking know how to deal with one teenagers. Yeah. Right. I had like a four-year-old, five-year-old and two, any trauma or problems that they had. So anytime that you're like, fuck, I don't know what to do. Please call someone, call a therapist. They have degrees for a reason. If you can, uh, I I know that sometimes we can't, but if you can, if not, girl, download that free ebook, get yourself schooled, figure it out because um, sometimes you just don't know what to do. So I get them into therapy um, and my daughter had an issue where she was over sexual. Um, we don't need to go into it more than just like really flirty in a gross, very scary way. Um, her mother is like that though. So, um, we went down all the avenues and blah, 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 but her mother is just that kind of a person. Um, and so this was just a behavior that she had picked up. She was very young and impressionable. She was like 13. I mean, that's what we do. We copy what we see. It's fine. Um, so I took her into therapy and the doctor that we were seeing said, ignore it, ignore everything, everything you don't like. The fastest way to get a child to keep a behavior forever is to tell them you don't like it. So that has been the single greatest parenting advice I have ever received. It is still giving today. It works with my husband. It works with the dog. It works with people that are irritating and pushing up into my space ignore the behavior. So that was my advice to her. If you have five and under, girl, just ignore it. So at the point where they lie down on the ground and scream, get up and leave. What do you care? Leave. It's done. If there's no audience, there's no show. It's for you. It's for your attention. It's to win the argument. You have to ignore it. Um, I've seen it happen in real life. Um, I went to the science fair one time 
well, like every year because it's fucking rad. If you're in the D.C. area, please go to the National Science Fair. It's fucking rad. Um, but there was a little boy screaming his head off. I mean, body flailing like the kid was having a seizure, screaming. The mom pulled over to the side around a corner behind a booth where she thought he would be safe and unharmed. She stood in front of him and she blocked to make sure he didn't get run over and she just let him do it. Woo, he was going at it. Um, And so she waited. He finally stopped. She picked him up and hugged him. She said, I think, you know, I overheard her say something like, I'm sorry, I know, mommy's tired too, which is fucking beautiful. She's an angel. She deserves a gold medal. Um, And I told her so, obviously, because I'm annoying as fuck. We already went over it. Um, But so it works so well. You just have to get out of your head. And so if you get embarrassed easily, which... I had that problem with Hank. I was so embarrassed all the time that he was showing that I had no control. Um, I didn't realize that shit was not about me. Um, but if if you are so emotionally attached to the situation, I recommend stay home. If if So let's say you've got like a two-year-old that started hitting um, or uh, your three-and-a-half-year-old is screaming her ass off and just throwing shit. Okay, clear the schedule. Because we so often forget this is our job. So clear your schedule and treat it just like you did potty training, just like you did breastfeeding, just like you did sleep training. Clear your schedule. This is what you're doing for the next at least three days. I recommend a full week, but sometimes you can't swing it. Warn everyone in your house. Plan it out and say, we are going to stop this right now. Okay, great. Then when the time arises, you just leave. And I swear if they don't catch on very quickly, they're very smart little monsters and they will have no problem figuring out, oh, this does not get me what I want. Now, I'm not saying like, "Uh, uh, mommy doesn't care. Mommy's leaving. That's immature and not what you want. Or, you know, (laughs) I'm not listening to you. I've seen a slew of immature things happen, and I've been part of some pretty immature behaviors. I'm not going to lie. So you've got to mentally prepare yourself and just go in, just go all in. This is what you're doing. You're stopping this behavior. So, um, you know, when they stop, come back in and you say, Okay, are you ready to do it now? And if they cry again, you leave again. And if you come back in and you say, okay, are you ready to do it now? And you just keep on until they say yes. If they don't say yes, they cry themselves to sleep. They fall asleep in the middle of the doorframe. What do you care? It's literally, it doesn't even fucking matter. So it's an argument that you're having with a child. Someone who is incapable of understanding what's even happening. You are an adult. You have to act like an adult. Even if you're pretending, which is what I did until I became one, for sure, just do it. Um, and I promise you that when you have a 17-year-old daughter, you will not be screaming at her because she got a tattoo on her lower back and is wearing crop tops. Um, we need to teach our children 
what decisions are good and what they can get away with and where the limits are. And that is your job. Your job is to help them become people who make good choices. If uh, she doesn't want to go to the bathroom and you've told her that she has to go potty, um, she's wiggling around, she doesn't want to go, let her piss her pants. Okay. Um, hello, she's pissed her pants before. You've dealt with that before. That's not the end of the world. And then you say, oh, man. Oh. I hate that. That sucks. I'm so sorry you have to deal with it. It's so gross and wet. Ugh. Let's get those clothes off for you. And then next time, she may think twice about peeing her pants. Um, these are, we have to look at it logically. Step away from it. She's a baby. Uh, he, as well, if you have a boy. Sorry, I just got away with the girls. But um, my son was a hitter. Man. He would hit anybody for any reason. And I literally just got it to stop. And he's almost 10. And it's my fault. It's my fault. It could have stopped before he was even two. But I didn't. And it's my fault. And I have to live with that. And I have to slowly go backwards in time and teach him basic life skills now. Because I was lacking. And I don't want that to happen to anyone else. I want to get to you before that. So ignore, ignore, ignore. Um, I want to move on now to a funny story um, because so often we think that just like, oh my God, is this how this is forever? Fuck. Um, and one of those times was the other day, I had to remind myself, um, I have a toddler again and I had forgotten because it had been so long. Uh, I often tell my friend Kelly all the time, this is just where you are now, honey. It's just fucking terrible. Like, it's just terrible. She has four children, all under the age of 10. For a little while, she had three sons, all under the age of, like, five. It was insane. Um, And I was constantly telling her, it's just right now. Like, right now fucking sucks. It sucks. It's hard. It's nonstop work. Um, and I was out of it. <laughs> I'm not out of it anymore. And I forgot. Uh, so a uh, little little story mixed with some advice here. Mostly for myself, really, because I had forgotten. Uh, I was cleaning the bathroom upstairs. And my son was asleep. And I heard my husband scream from downstairs. A bunch of cuss words. Um, very angry. I hate this effing dog. Blah, blah, blah. So I yelled down the stairs, what's the matter? And he said, oh, the dog got caught up. And I went outside to help her and I stepped in shit. And I was like, ah, ha, ha, gross, that sucks. I'm so sorry, ew. So then I went back to cleaning the bathroom. I was really into cleaning the bathroom, scrubbing it all down, trying to do a good job because I had been avoiding it for like seriously four months and it was fucking disgusting and it smelled like pee in there. And then all of a sudden a baby pops around the corner and I say, oh, hey, baby. So I go wash my hands and I go to pick up the baby. Who is, ah, did you guess it? Covered in shit. All up his back. All up his belly. I don't even know what was happening. Uh, so I had to go do that. Okay. So the one thing I have to do today is clean this bathroom. Again, 
I told you, I've been avoiding it like crazy. So I go to change his diaper. He's trying to wiggle around. I'm half-assing it. I'm not paying attention. And I notice I'm mentally still in the bathroom. Like that's where I am. That's, that's where my mind is. I want to be in the bathroom. He is literally bothering me from what I'm supposed to be doing. And in that moment, I had to redirect myself and remind myself that no, in fact, I am now cleaning up shit. This is what I'm doing. This poop, this is number one. So I had to pull my mind into what I was doing, clean up the poop, give the baby hugs, bring him in the kitchen, wash my hands five or six times, and then make him breakfast. And I went into the bathroom and I put all of the poison and all of the stuff in the bathroom and I closed the door and locked it so he couldn't get to it and I redirected myself to the baby. So often we are trying to do something and we forget that also the babies or the toddlers, this is what we're doing right now. This is also my job. My job is also to make breakfast and to play with Play-Doh and to color and to talk about blocks. That is also my job. So later on, when he went down for a nap, I had to go back into the bathroom and finish cleaning the bathroom. The bathroom had to wait because he was here. Um, and so if you pick one thing, this is something that I've learned, and also shout out to Tiff, who and who talks to me about this all the time, is one thing. If I can pick one thing a day, then I'm doing it. And that's what you have to constantly remind yourself is that you're in the thick of it right now. This is a phase. Five and under is a phase. So you are going to lose hours to breastfeeding, um, hours to naps, hours to Play-Doh cleanup and Play-Doh getting out and then Play-Doh playing for five seconds until they get bored and then cleaning back up the Play-Doh. That's just what you're doing now. It will end and you will be so fucking sorry. Um, so pick one thing. Is it that bathroom you've been avoiding? Okay. Well, I did do that one thing. I did finish the bathroom eventually. It, I had until sundown <laughs> to do it and I got it done. Um, is it the laundry that you've been avoiding? You can do that one thing. Um, but also, but try to remember this is your job. So fighting with a toddler and sitting there and listening to the screams, okay, not fighting, let's go back and erase fighting, but winning by ignoring and, you know, con completely controlling the situation, that's what you're supposed to be doing right now. That's your job. It's part of the thing. I'm real sorry. It fucking sucks. And it is so annoying to listen to whining. Ugh, if you have a whiner, oh my God, the worst. But it's part of your job right now. And then later, you'll have teenagers that are fucking rad. And you'll have this beautiful thing that I have with all of these children. And we have a fucking great time. I mean, yesterday, we didn't get to go to bed until 10 o'clock because all but one of them was in this tiny room with us playing with the baby. We were legit hanging out. We were having fun. They become this beautiful part of your life that you didn't know that you were missing. And so right now, you just kind of have to wade through the mud and remember they don't know. 
they don't understand. They have no idea why they can't wear the Elsa dress, which I completely think, by the way, that's a stupid argument. Let her wear the fucking Elsa dress. Hello. If I could wear a fucking Elsa dress to hang out with my friends, boom. First thing I would put on, just so you know. Okay. Just so you know. Um, I want to tell you that, um, let me see if I have anything else, uh, on my little note sheet. I don't think so. Um, and I want to tell you that I'm probably going to take, um, until after the new year off. I probably won't do another one for next week. Um, bunch of shit to do. I'm avoiding like so hard Christmas stuff. I'm so avoiding it. I don't, I have like some things wrapped, um, stockings. I don't even know where they are. They're still in the fucking Tupperware. Uh, so some stuff needs to get done that I'm avoiding. Um, if you saw my bedroom right now, you'd probably call the health department. It's disgusting. There's fucking like tumbleweeds of hair everywhere. I've just got to get my life under control. So I'm probably going to do that for the next couple of weeks. Um, feel free to send me an email. Uh, this podcast was like a little bit short. Um, I'm not really, I have more toddler stuff that I'd like to talk about. And I really, my heart is really in the husband, um, department and how to mentally get you to, to be happy. And, uh, I really want to spend a lot of time. So the next two weeks, I want to get together a really good podcast for you on how to make your home and space that you are in all the time feel like you and make you mentally happy and that will trickle down onto your children because they can feel when you're happy and they can feel when you feel comfortable and you're not so stressed out so a special thanks to jessica for always showing me how to be a beautiful calm strong woman um and i hope that you all have a very very happy christmas I hope that you get very lucky and that you don't have to spend it with anyone who fucking blows. Uh, I hope that the Cardwells have a nice safe trip to where they are going. Um, if you have anything that you would like to share, uh, please send it to my email at uneducatedhousewife at gmail.com. I would like to say a special thanks to Tiffany from Reddit. Your email was beautiful. We have very similar mothers and I cannot wait to talk about how to navigate through life if you had shitty parents. So um, thank you for commiserating with me, but also being beautiful and willing to be kind to a stranger. So thank you. I love you all. Merry Christmas. And I hope to hear from you soon. Okay, bye.